0: And welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. After a brief hiatus for a vacation, today we resume our study of St. Mark's Gospel we will return to chapters 3 and 4 of Mark's Gospel as we look at some of these iconic and well-known stories that are worth our attention. As we resume where we left off, we look at day 3 in our, in our podcast where we put the Bible in color. I had the privilege of visiting the Holy Land and taking a boat ride out onto the Sea of Galilee. Putting myself there allowed me to better understand the region, the examples, and scripture, to put in color the picture the Bible lesson was describing. While we may not be able to physically visit the Holy Land today, our goal is the same, to place ourselves in the lesson. What would be going through your mind as you lived through these chapters? We have studied chapters 3 and 4 of the Gospel of Mark. Let's explore what's taking place surrounding these lessons. But first, let us begin with prayer. Heavenly Father, blessed are they who hear the word of God and obey it. Amen. When I did take that boat ride out onto the Sea of Galilee, this lesson from our gospel is what was coming to mind. Here we have the well-known account of Jesus calming the storm. And we know how that, how that story goes. As scripture records for us that Jesus was asleep in the boat as a storm quickly came up, and that boat was tossed about like it was nothing, and 12 experienced fishermen, at least six of those disciples were career fishermen, despite their best efforts, these experienced fishermen were afraid for their life. And so they wake Jesus up, and they question his care, his concern for them. And then we know what Jesus does. That part of the gospel lesson is what we remember the most. But there's something that always gets forgotten in this lesson. Our gospel records for us that it wasn't just one boat that was on the Sea of Galilee. It said that other boats followed them. We know from examples in Scripture of just how much people were captivated by Jesus. When Jesus would cross from one side of the lake to the other, Scripture records for us that people ran along the shoreline all the way across trying to beat them to the other side to still keep following Jesus. In this example, we have others who got into boats and went after them to follow him. We know what was going through the mind of the disciples that were in the boat with Jesus. But what about those that were following? What would have been going through your mind? This is one that is Somewhat familiar if we take this concrete example and apply it to an abstract truth. Those who have faith in Jesus are followers of Jesus, and we follow where he leads. Sometimes the waters that we are following him on become rocky and challenging. Waters that make us afraid, and filled with anxiety. For those that were following Jesus, would it not have been easy to wonder, this is this is the end result of doing this? I'm here to follow him, and this is all going to end up with just being crashed over wave after wave? This is my demise? This is the result of, of following Jesus? It's no different than how Satan tempts today, right? When those rocky waters come, and no matter how experienced we may be, certain situations will fill us with fear and worry and doubt. And Satan is right there to question whether or not the person you are following is going to lead to any good. He obviously tempts us by saying no, right? Just going to lead to your demise. What good will come from this? And there are certain situations in our life where he starts to make sense, where Satan's temptations feel accurate. It's then that it's important to remember that he is the father of lies. The winds and the waves are not the evidence we need to question who we're following. It's not the reason to doubt who we are following. In fact, it's the reason to follow him all the more. It's in those moments that we don't need to draw away, but we need to draw even closer. And there's one simple reason why. He is the ruler of even the winds and the waves. The end result in this lesson, Jesus stands up and says, Quiet, be still. And those howling winds and those waves that crashed upon and tossed these big boats like they were nothing. This storm that even the most experienced fishermen that caused them to fall to their knees trembling it became the waves became as still as glass and the howling winds went immediately silent. Jesus is the ruler of wind and wave. No matter what storms may gather, no matter what things hit us unexpected, no matter what may cause us to be filled with anxiety and worry and doubt, Remember who you're following. Remember who is the ruler of wind and wave. The peace that those who follow Jesus have is when they remember who he is. The peace isn't found in the calm waters. Jesus doesn't guarantee calm waters for you and me. He tells his disciples in Scripture that in this world, you will have trouble. He alerts his disciples to the rocky waves and the howling winds that take place throughout this world. This is the sinful world in which we live. Do not be surprised by it, Jesus says. No, the peace that Christians have, that followers of Jesus have, is not in the still and calmness of the waters around us. No, Christians have a peace even in the rocky waters and howling winds. Because the ruler of wind and wave is with them. And he tells us not to be afraid. When those waters come, the encouragement from Jesus is not to draw away, it's not to question whether or not you are following the right person. It's to remember who it is that you are following. Remember that he is ruler of wind and wave. And follow closely, even more closely than before. Because he is the one that will lead you to your heavenly home. Being out on the Sea of Galilee and and trying to ponder this story as I was there, it made me think about the other boats. It made me think about those that were on the shoreline when this sudden storm came up and they knew all these other boats that were out there, when these boats made it back to shore and people asked them if they were okay, if what happened? How would they have responded? How do you summarize this story? How do you summarize when people ask you how you made it through the winds and the waves in your life? We'll talk about that more tomorrow as we Ponder the lesson of this example of what this means in our life and how we can use the storms in our life to bring peace to others. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.